Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mile podcast. I hope you had an awesome three-day weekend, Labor Day weekend. Let's chat a little bit about the pursuit of joy. Obviously, we know the movie Pursuit of Happiness, and I think that that term got coined after Will Smith's brilliant movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. But I wanted to chat with you a little bit about how to find joy in life day to day, because everyday life is not glamorous. It's not glamorous for anybody. Okay. So whether it looks like it or not, whether you have been doing the same job for years or you're a stay at home parent, or you're a working parent, the day to day is often messy and mundane or so it can feel. But just because a day wasn't spectacular or above average doesn't mean that your life is just okay. Okay. So the absence of happiness doesn't mean that you're sad, nor does it mean that things are not going well. And I think what a lot of people do and what what I see a lot of people do is they make the mistake of using opposite sides of the spectrum to measure how things are going. So I'm not saying you need to be walking around like everything is sunshine and rainbows when you're feeling a little bit more calm or introverted, okay? So the goal isn't to always be happy. And if someone you know or an account you follow is leading you to believe that you always need to be happy, I want you to turn the other direction. That is a lie. It is unhealthy. And striving for constant happiness will leave you feeling Like happiness is elusive. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Like when you become aware of something, you begin to constantly question if you're doing it right. Okay. We're talking about happiness here, but another great example, I think we can give some good context to is about being present. 
You see all of this information and people talking about the importance of being present, which it is, it absolutely is. But then when it comes time to be present, you're constantly worrying, like, am I doing it right? Am I present enough? I'm playing with my child, but a thought just came into my mind about work. Shoot, I must be doing this wrong. I need to be more present. And then it takes you completely away from the moment. So always questioning if you're present, as well as always questioning if you're happy, distracts you from being those exact things. So the underdog that's not talked about or focused enough on, in my humble opinion, and is one of the keys to life, is finding joy in your day-to-day. And finding joy can be done regardless if you are happy. And I know that joy and happiness are often used interchangeably, but the pursuit of them is different because joy is an inner feeling, whereas happiness is an outward expression, okay? Happiness is an emotional response, and it's usually the result of something. So when you're seeking to be or feel happy, really what you're looking for is that things go right or the way that you want or the way that you planned, or maybe you're seeking happiness from someone else, an outside source. You want your spouse to make you happy. You want your coworkers to make you happy. And sometimes they will. But what about when they don't? What about when they don't? You might be left to feel empty, sad, alone, frustrated, right? Or maybe it doesn't even have an opposite effect, but it affects you in a way that just takes the pep out of your step a little, or it just kind of puts you in a blah mood if there's not some outside source to bring the happiness out of you, where then you don't populate the world with positive energy. Joy, on the other hand, Joy can be present in the absence of happiness because joy is internal and it is independent of your circumstances. It's it's an inner contentment that values what you have regardless of a hard day. Joy knows that a hard day or a bad day doesn't mean a bad life. It's consistent. You know I'm all about small habits that make a big difference, which is why I never skip a day of taking my Ritual Essential for Women 18 and Up multivitamin. I was looking into some info on the efficacy of this particular vitamin, and after a university-led study, it showed it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in women in just 12 weeks. That's huge. I personally love that Rituals Essential for Women 18 and Up is one of the few women's multivitamins that's USP verified, meaning what's on the label is exactly what's in the formula. So if you've been sleeping on getting a multivitamin, this is your sign to finally get one or to switch to Rituals Trusted Vitamins. As a Mindset Mile listener, you can receive 30% off your first month's order. Visit ritual.com backslash mindset mile to start Ritual or add Essential for Wound 18 and up to your subscription today. So what does it look like to find joy in the day today? You might actually be surprised by how you probably already tap into this without knowing that you do. So if this is the case, then allow this message to validate that the little things truly are the big things. 
and you shouldn't overlook them and you should lean into them and seek those things out. But if not, then by the end of this episode, I hope you feel confident knowing what to pay attention to that will fill you with joy. Joy doesn't make everything perfect, but you will see how when you're able to find joy in the day-to-day, how the quality of your life will improve overall. So one thing you can do to practice joy every day is to identify the things that make you feel at peace and centered. For some, that might be meditating a few minutes a day. It might be doing yoga or painting or writing or reading or going on a walk. So it's going to be important that you build these things into your day every single day. Now, obviously, depending on the day, you're going to be able to devote more time some days than you are on others, okay, to these things that bring you joy. But don't underestimate the power of taking 10 minutes to start your mindset off right or for a midday nervous system reset by going back to these things. So the best way that you can incorporate these practices is to leave them out so you can access them quickly and easily throughout your day. I love this example I saw someone post online a couple months ago about how she left her meditation devotional open on her counter. That way, when she had a few minutes of downtime, she could just jump right in and read a paragraph or two at a time, as opposed to keeping it by her bed where she vowed to read a chapter a night or a devotional a night, but of course went to bed tired and fell asleep before that actually happened or she would promise to read it when she had extra time. And the whole extra time thing, well, (laughs) that's a myth. Nobody has extra time. There are just things you either make time for or you don't. And that's not to shame. I think largely that has to do with little things like this being out of sight, out of mind, right? So like where her devotional was sitting on her bedside, just waiting for her all day, instead Think of how convenient it was to just stand at the counter while, you know, she was brewing her coffee or while you're eating lunch and you have your book just waiting for you and it's open. As a culture who is attached to their phones, you can see how easy it is to pop into your phone to check your email or check social media when your phone is always in your back pocket. Kill those downtime minutes with something else that's going to breed joy instead. So another example of this is to leave your yoga mat out instead of keeping it rolled up. Make it easily accessible so that you can go to it quickly, get a quick flow or meditation in on it, and just get back to your day. So another example I want to give you about joy versus happiness is eating out at a restaurant. Eating out is fun. But it's not exactly a fulfilling activity, let's say. But cooking a meal at home, okay? And I'm not saying you need to be like world-class chef or even love cooking, but trying a new recipe and actually making your own food, that's fulfilling, especially when it's a home run and everyone loves it. Or maybe you made it super pretty and you feel like all of a sudden you're a food blogger. Joy brings you fulfillment because it's something you choose, whereas happiness lacks depth since it's momentary, okay? And don't get me wrong, happiness is wonderful, and it can put you in a positive state of mind, 
but it serves us tremendously when we can find joy and optimism when things are going awry. And my last tip to seeking joy in the day today is by thinking, what can I do today to make someone else's day? You know, innately, we find joy in serving others and making others happy. So the gesture doesn't need to be big, but knowing you contributed to the making of someone else's day will give you a sense of purpose and joy. So go out and make someone else's day. Can you imagine that world if we all woke up and and treated our day like that? How, whose day can I make? That would be amazing. You are amazing, my friend. I can't wait to see you next week. Until then, make it a great day.